welcome to episode two of Love and Other Drugs. I'm your host, Robin. And I'm Amy. And today we're going to be discussing different addictions that you may have found that you've been experiencing through lockdown. And we're going to talk about the ones that we've found. And hopefully you don't judge us for being so weird, but just just prepare yourselves, basically. <laughs> so how have you been keeping today? Not bad, actually. Weather has been awesome. Um, in fact, I have discovered something today that I think is a bit of a, a revelation. I've had an epiphany. Oh. And I know, I know. So the weather's <laughs> been awesome. I thought I'm going to sit outside in the garden. And I started putting sun cream on because obviously, like, I've got a moon tan and I don't want to burn. Um, and as I was putting on my Factor 50, because it was pretty hot today, the, the aroma of the sun cream just made me feel so friggin' happy. And I was thinking like, you know, last time I put sun cream on really was, you know, when I go out on holiday yeah. to, to some lovely Mediterranean destination or United States, which is my fave, wherever, wherever. And it just made me, when I was putting it on, that aroma was making, taking me back to places. Like it, 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 it immediately just transported me to some far away destination and it just really elevated my mood so I thought to myself like I'm someone that gets pretty I've, I get the winter blues pretty bad uh, I think a lot of us do especially living on this overcast rainy island in England <laughs> um, but I feel like instead of my normal moisturizing routine in winter I've thought about putting sun cream on <laughs> because, because, because I felt that that smell really made me think of holiday. And Just I think, to like trick yourself back into it, making yeah, you think that like, you're going can, away. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I can get pretty depressed in winter, um, you know, especially sort of working in an environment where I don't get much natural sunlight anyway. So it kind of just made me think like I'm, I'm going to, gonna try this i'm gonna try putting moist like sun cream on instead of moisturizer for winter and i'm gonna see how that makes me feel that's really uh, like a good idea um like just psychologically get yourself thinking that you're going on holiday yeah it just it will order it, it will automatically i guarantee you guys it will automatically the smell you you your mind will associate it with holiday and and sun so i think i think i'm onto something here i burnt my face yesterday I had like I don't know whether you can see, but like here, the 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 moon, the sun was to like the top right um, of where I was sitting. So only the top right of my face actually got any sun. <laughs> so I've had like a, a really solid, like tight face all day. Feels awful. Who needs Botox? Yeah, who needs Botox? You, you can no. just go and you can just <laughs> fry that face. face. Fry that forehead. Just yeah, just get me on my forehead is massive like I've <laughs> always been known for a big forehead like my sister she calls me cliff uh, because I have a, a big forehead so I reckon for you know that would be quite an easy thing to do is I could for me anyway I could I could just yeah, yeah I mean we could land and mo- we could land a rocket on my forehead I reckon it's see big. I think mine's bigger than yours do you reckon yeah I don't know. so together we could we could do great things <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love it. <laughs> so what kind of first sprung to your mind when we were talk when we decided to do addictions today in the episode? Oh, uh, so I I've got about 
eight addictions, I think, um, that I've been thinking about. But the first thing that sort of sprang to my mind would be that I've definitely upped my intake of true crime documentaries on Netflix. Um, I think I've, I've got to be on some kind of Netflix watch list watch list because <laughs> it, it, all the suggestions it keeps bringing up are pretty dark. Um, but I've been really immersing myself in true crime podcasts uh, to the point where I've been listening to like really murderous things before I go to sleep. For some reason, they, they, that they help me sleep. I can't really, I haven't really seen like a negative impact on my dreams too much either. So um, I don't think it's too bad, but, but there's one podcast that has really stood out for me and that I, I have to say I've been really dedicating a lot of time to. Um, and it's called The True Crime Enthusiast. It's, the host is a guy called Paul Sutherland. And if, any, if there's any sort of true crime fans out there, I'm going to tell you why you should listen to this podcast. Paul basically goes into a lot of depth in terms of sort of UK true crime. And he spends hours and days on researching the topic. So when you, if you're looking to invest time and really get a feel for the victims and get a feel for the mind of these murderers, I absolutely think that you should give that a go. I'm going to put a link in the show notes, but it's a phenomenal podcast and it's just sort of my go-to one at the minute. I'd love to try other ones, but I just keep getting drawn back to Paul. So one of my, one of my obsessions at the minute is definitely true crime podcasts for sure. My true crime podcast is definitely my favorite murder has been now for years. It's my go-to on a weekly. Um, Cause there, I think it'll be different to Paul's in the way that I think with like, it's hosted by Karen Kilgareth and Georgia Hardstock. And they are so like, they take it very chill and it's not like really deep and it's not immersive, which I quite like because I am so empathetic. So I pull on, like if it's a deep, dark thing, I pull everything from it and like it. Yeah. But I went through a phase like that uh, not too long ago, but instead of listening to them before I went to sleep, I would listen to them while working out. Oh. Yeah. And mom was like, is this really oh. the time? <laughs> How does that like, how just, you know, out of curiosity, like I wonder how many other people out there listen to them either before they go to sleep or while working out. But While working out, that... I would say it was a small number of people. <laughs> I don't know, you know, I, I, I don't know. I think people, you know, especially these days when, well, I say before coronavirus, you know, people like to find pockets of time. So they'll multitask. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I reckon there'll be some people that, you know, listen to things on the way to work working out you know I have I don't such an addictive that personality weird. that as yes, soon as do. I yeah that as soon as yeah. I like something I'm like hello here is my time so for like <laughs> they have like 200 odd episodes up and they've been going for nearly nearly five years now I think um you can have my time and you yes. can have my time <laughs> and you can have my take all of my time yeah it's the same with other things but we'll get to that when we get to my addictions What's another one? LinkedIn. So this might be a bit of a strange one for some, maybe, but I've just found that, you know, being on Facebook uh, has been really, 
really draining just seeing a lot of obviously the news about coronavirus the fake news people being really angry about things it hasn't been a positive platform no it's so, so it negative really, yeah it just hasn't really helped with my mental health so i've you know had times where i'd come on and off facebook throughout this time especially but i found this newfound love with linkedin you know because people who are using it are tend to be using it for a very positive purpose you know like it's been really great reading stories about how people have been trying to work remotely or you know seek resolutions to their jobs or how they've managed to diversify and they've been sharing all these really positive inspiring stories so i found that linkedin has been really uplifting and i've because I'm isolating alone, it can sometimes be a little lonely sometimes. So I'm, I find that going onto LinkedIn and sort of connecting with people has been pretty helpful for me because it sort of made me feel a bit less alone. And we're talking about really positive things. So I've been, yeah, I've been hammering out the LinkedIn time. Yeah. I've not been on much of any apps at the moment my phone as you know I just keep turning my phone off um because I just can't be bothered and I know that sounds really which is bad. really great when you're trying to do a podcast by the way and you're trying to get in touch with her like it's just great it's, it's great it's that was great. one time <laughs> <laughs> I did warn you yeah but sometimes I just get to the point where I'm just like I really I can't do today so then my phone is off and it just gives you a chance to just step away from everything you're right everything has been so negative lately with COVID I stopped watching the news I've stopped doing everything anything that could possibly be negative about this whole thing I just stepped away from because I'm actually in quite a good place with it um so I don't want anything to change that. And I realized in the first week or two that I wasn't, it wasn't doing good things for me. Um, so I completely understand why I've done that. Might give LinkedIn a go then, if that's the case. Yeah, I think you should, I think you should definitely jump on it. It's, um, it's a very different platform to, you'll notice straight away to Facebook. I almost kind of feel now that like, you know, I, I do feel like I'm giving Facebook a bit of a hard time, but it almost feels a little bit amateur. Like, when you're on LinkedIn, you kind of just feel like you're part of a really a, a better bunch of proactive people, you know, rather than the the social media surveillance police who are like peeking through the curtains to see who and who's social distancing or not, you know, like, yeah, it's definitely. just a bit more of a positive environment for sure. Totally agree. What's your, uh, what's your next one? Next one would be, I think this is people are probably going to relate to this one a little bit more, but uh, holidays. So I've been like looking, I've been like holiday shopping for like 2021. I've, you know, resigned myself to the fact now that I'm not going to be going away this year. But again, I've got my little sun cream uh, epiphany to help me with that, to take me <laughs> to another place as we discussed earlier. But yeah, I've been looking at holidays for next year, just, you know, being really inspired about what place, what places I can go. I think this whole experience has really changed. I mean, I, I love travel. We love travel anyway, but yeah, this whole situation's really changed my mindset a lot. Um, you know, I think to the, to the fact that, you know, like you used to be able to look up in the sky, for example, and you'd, you'd see where all those aeroplanes are going and you're wondering what destinations people are going to um, appreciate that does impact the planet. But it's, I'm, I'm one of those nerds that actually, in fact, I should probably shouldn't say nerd, but 
I'm going to categorize it as nerdy because that's what people have labeled me as. But I feel like I have this app called Plane Finder. And what I'll do is when I, when we used to be able to see lots of, you know, planes in the sky is you can hold your, with the app, you can hold your phone up and you can actually see where these airplanes are going how how high they're flying and what where they've taken off from and where they're going to no land way. It's really really satisfying yes you know like you can you'll be day you could be daydreaming sometimes and you'll be sitting in the garden or wherever you are and you'll be like oh I wonder where they're going well now you can find out uh, yep all that and you can and do you know something that's really good about this app is that you can so when Mike because my dad lives in Australia I can track his flight and I can actually watch it in real time, like where he is. Um, that kind of gives me a little bit of comfort, uh, especially when he's sort of like, you know, coming over here from Australia, I get a bit excited. Yeah, I can that's watch a him long go. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't sit there for like 24 hours, <laughs> but I get, I get alerts and it's just a really cool app actually. There's, there's a few benefits to it. It's, you know, it's, it's harmless fun. Like a plane spotter instead of a train spotter. I've never heard of that before in my life, but I am actually the opposite when it comes to the whole holidays situation. I think a little oh, bit. Oh, really? Yeah, I cried yesterday. We had to, <laughs> we had to, um, I mean, it was a bit woe is me, to be fair. Um, and there's worse things happening and going on. I feel like coronavirus has had a massive effect on people's mental health at the moment. But I look for, I'm the same with you as traveling, as we both know. But like my, I live my life by when I am next going to go see something amazing. Or like when I'm next going to escape from England and go see <laughs> or go do or go, do you know what I mean? We, I was supposed to have like a massive party in Switzerland for my auntie and uncle's 50th anniversary. And like all of the family were going from like, we've got family in New Zealand. Um, we've got family in England. We've got fa- family like dotted all over. And everyone was like going to this one place, which just never happens because there, there was going to be like 80 of us, I'm pretty sure, all coming to meet for my auntie and uncle's 50th anniversary. With COVID and everything that's going on at the moment and with like the health and my grandma's 80 and my auntie and uncle are like in their 60s, 70s. So it was very much a case of like, we can't really go over, like there's no way we can. Um, so we cancelled and I was just like, that's both my holidays for this year cancelled. And I was just sat and I was just like, oh, what am I going to do? So now I'm looking for places in the UK that I can go. And that's actually see. a really good shout too. Because I think there's a lot of people who have been affected by, you know, flight cancellations and not being able to go anywhere. And um, I think I'm just... You feel trapped. I feel trapped yeah, like, a little bit. Absolutely do. Um, it's definitely like impacted people's mental health. I feel like I feel like there's been benefits of lockdown in terms of it's it's really allowed me to. Um, so I feel like there's been some benefits this lockdown as well. You know, as well as negatives, I feel like some of the benefits and this kind of like will lead into my next addiction addiction but you know some of the benefits for sure is just like self-reflection and self-development I've been working pretty hard on bettering myself and being a better version of myself and just reevaluating life in general like what do I want like I want to lead like you know I wrote down a list the other day um I might actually share this list on Instagram with you I'll I'll pop it up of, of what I've, I've written down but one of the things on my list, like the first thing that came up was living a more sort of meaningful and purposeful life, like finding things in my life that give me 
meaning because I believe meaning will be what ultimately leads me to happiness. Yeah, totally. I've definitely reevaluated my life, as you know, because I'm not happy with my uni degree. I will still finish it, but I don't know what to do with it or what to do next year. And due to my cancellation of my holidays this year, I'm seriously considering a year out of just going abroad and trying to make my way around the world with a small amount of money. Um, I mean, we've had conversations about this for sure. Like, it's one of those things where I... I don't feel that you can ever regret doing that. Like, you know, you can, I I got to a point where I was 30 before I had like that kind of light bulb moment where I was like, I want to go do some more travel. But I, my regret was that I didn't do it earlier. I think you can only regret not doing it earlier and you're in a really good position to do that. Yeah, I hope so. And I think it's a great chat because I've done six years in uni for a degree and for a job that I'm not really too fussed on having. So I think it would be nice to take a step back and just kind of knock my head into the right place. And I think being away for a while could really help with that, which is why I love holidays. Because whenever something goes bad or whenever I'm a bit confused in life, I'm just like, right, where am I going? And that's how I was ended up in Vegas last year. Was it last year? You just get different perspectives, years. don't you? Yeah. And it just, it totally gives you a breather from everything. And like, I went on that holiday alone and it was just amazing. I love traveling by myself, but I also like traveling in groups as well. It's totally just a totally different feel for both of them. Yeah, I, I'm the same. Well, I had a few negative experiences when traveling in groups, uh, you know, especially big ones, because like lots of people want to do different. I suppose the bigger the group, the better, because you can kind of have more of it, a, an even divide of what you want to do. But there was like a group of about I think think five or six of us at the time and we went from Nashville on a drive from Nashville up to Toronto uh this was quite a few years ago now and it was just hell like people disagreed on where they wanted to go people let other people down because they were so hungover from the night before so those who wanted to go sightseeing didn't get to go so so I did a lot of stuff on my own um which kind of led me to also wanting to travel on my own more So yeah, my next trip after that was from Alabama to Austin. I made some friends in Nashville that were originally from Alabama and they'd moved back. And I thought, I really, I've got a real affinity with the deep south. Like I just, I love the people. I love how just humbling they are. So that was definitely one of the best, best traveling experiences for me. So next thing for me would be, I've been experiencing, experimenting a little bit with alcohol um nothing too like in depth like brewing my own beer or anything but normally i'm just a bit of like a a wine a wine girl but i've been learning how to make some cocktails which has been really good so obviously we've had the nice weather and obviously with my suntan lotion theory that's been working really well in just giving me the whole holiday experience within my backyard. So I've been doing that. I've been, I'm now a bird lady. So oh I, I know, I know I'm one of those people. Like I can't have pets here. So I, I went out and I bought a, a bird feeder just because I thought I'd really just love to see some animals and some wildlife. And it's been, it's been great. Like it's been attracting loads of birds which has been phenomenal, but they're, you know, they're really putting me out of a bit of money actually, because they're greedy little bastards, you know? Yeah, like, they especially the pigeons. Wood pigeons, God. We have special ones, because my dad loves feeding the birds, and we have like a bird bath and stuff, but we have special ones in the garden that are designed so that big birds can't get into them, so that the little birds have a chance to get some food. So we've got like normal ones. Just for the little guy. Yeah, because you see these like big birds like flapping around trying to maintain in the air because they can't fit on the bird feeder. Then sticking yeah. their beacon. 
greedy. Yeah, you've got to you've got to go for the underdog. Yeah, they are greedy. But saying talking about greed and the bird feeders, it did because I live in a very beautiful rural area with a giant garden. It's it's lush, very lucky. But it does attract field mice. Now I'm one of those people that don't mind like mice or rodents. Actually, I kind of like them. I so yeah, um, there was this family of mice that would uh, crawl up the bird feeder and sit on the little the little ledge that it's got, and they'd sort of help themselves to like the peanuts or sunflower seeds or whatever it is that I'd I'd put out that day. And I thought that was really great because that was the closest that I get at the moment to having some company. So I would, I know, it makes me sound so alone, but it was so nice because I used to look out for them every day. Anyway, anyway, an army of cats. And when I say army, like it was a small army, but it was a fucking army because there were cats who I had never seen before. There was at least five or six of them. They, not at once, by the way, but they all took their turn to infiltrate the garden and they must have cottoned on to where the mice were. They had like a little home, I think, in the rockery, but the cats clicked on to this. I caught a couple in, you know, in there. I didn't sort of see what they had done but my the the neighbor that lives above me has a cat called Polly uh she hates me and I hate her now because apparently (laughs) Polly had taken one of these little baby mice she just savagely I mean what is she gonna get she gets food do you know what I mean she gets fed every day but she still thought you know help herself well yeah so I'm just I'm even more not happy with cats but then after Polly there was this other one and then this other black and white cat and this other random bushy mangy cat I don't know where they come from but now you know I've noticed maybe they're knowing you're alone so they're like yeah coming towards you it's like crazy cat lady (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah well we need to stop this woman from becoming a bird lady she must be a cat lady by doing that they ate They've, they've just, they've destroyed the family. Like I haven't seen this family now for two weeks. Um, so I, I just have a feeling that they've all been, I, I'm just going to tell myself that they found another forever home. Um, <laughs> but they're just not there anymore. So it's, it's been quite upsetting, but to distract myself from that, I've been eating. So that will lead me to, you know, comfort eating. And what are the things that I've found delicious during lockdown? So two things coming up before I, I hand it over to you, but one of the foods that I've been eating, um, I've discovered these things called Mikados. I don't know if you know what they are, but they're those like really thin stick-like things with like, chocolate dipped in them. I would describe them as a mini breadstick. Yes. Into some like chocolate. a skinny, that's it. Yes. Yeah. Skinny, skinny, thin breads. They are so addictive. I can't just eat one packet. It's a problem. Like I'll be watching like, you know, my usual Netflix binge of, you know, true crime or whatever. And I'll have my cup of tea and I'll be, you know, just munching on those Mikados. Like there's no tomorrow. And for those of you that don't really know what they are, I'll put a picture of them on our Instagram feed. So you can have a look at those. And I've also been eating this. I don't know whether this is weird or not, but I'm going to just say it anyway. I've been eating lots of chicken Kiev. So like I've discovered that chicken Kievs have been my staple my savior throughout this because I love chicken and I love garlic. And it's just like, I just feel like I've had this taste for them. Like I just can't get enough. <laughs> Give me the chicken Kievs. Cause I love them. Do you put like the, um, 
the bread underneath to soak in the garlic that comes out of the Kiev to make your own garlic no. bread. No. Oh, no. That sounds like a really good life hack. That's, well, I've, you know, the, the good thing is, Amy, is that I've got a few packets of chicken kevs in the freezer. So it's not like <laughs> I can't try this anytime soon. I can. This is, this is a great idea. Give that Have a you shot. Tried it? No, but I've heard rumors. We get oh, different types of ki- really good. kievs. We, we get our kievs from Costco. Um, and they're less buttery, so they don't run as much. So that it's, it doesn't work on the ones we get. Um, oh, see, I like a bit of. I like it when you like you put your fork in the chicken kebab and it goes, <clears throat> and all the <laughs> the saucy stuff just squirts out. Like, out. Oh, it's I like an oozy kebab. An oozy sure. kebab. <laughs> it's like an. Ew. <laughs> anyway, definitely be pulled anyway, into we'll... a bad. Uh... <laughs> We're Doctor, we're gonna. <laughs> so what seems to be the problem? <laughs> Doctor, I've got an Uzi Kiev. <laughs> oh my god! My key- I wonder if we can make some kind of Uzi Kiev out of that. Oh, that's going to be a new hashtag. We're going to Uzi Kiev in there. Uzi-, Uzi Kiev, and for those of you that have listened to this episode, you'll know what we're talking about. Um. But with all those random foods and addictions in mind, I would actually love to hear what you've been up to. Have you had any like weird food fetishes? <laughs> I have had many a weird food situations. The first one is get, like, so my favorite food in the world is pizza. Like, oh. like no other. I just, I can't get enough of that. I love, I just love it so much. And I could talk to you about it so much. <laughs> Do you know how much I hate arrogance? What's your favorite? Love pizza. <laughs> What if, okay, just, just to, to put it into context, yesterday okay. we discussed turn-ons and turn-offs. And Amy's, you know, one of Amy's top turn-offs is arrogance in, in, in men. But I'm going to put this to you, Amy. Yep. What if he was pretty arrogant, but he was like the ultimate pizza chef? Would be friends. Would be acquaintances. <laughs> would be, um, it just pizza wouldn't work friend. out. I couldn't, oh God, <laughs> I would just, I would find someone else. To be fair, I, I nearly cried when I had a pizza. Um, a couple of weeks ago because it was so good. I couldn't even talk to my family whilst we were eating it because we were like sat at the dinner so, table. So you were getting emotional. <laughs> I, need to, I need you to, yeah, please, please elaborate on this. Please, so, for all of our benefits. There's something in South Shields called Logfire Pizza Company and it is amazing. And what happens is they're, they're just in like a, a food truck and they go to the park just down from my house. But they're just so well known that the, they run out of dough every time. And I had that. And I had bolognese pizza, which I've never experienced before in my life. was amazing. But then my dad had Hang a... Hang on, with a, with a bolognese pizza, sorry to, to hold you there, but do you have like an it. actual pasta on that as well? Or No, no, no. It's just, do you know, bolognese sauce. Okay, yeah. Oh, so right. Okay, yep, yep, yep. You've got bolognese where you would norm... Well, this one. They had bolognese normally where the tomato puree sauce passata thing would be. But then my dad also got a margarita and then he, because I was struggling between the two, let me have a piece of his as well. And then I had the rest the day after. Um, I'd finished mine, but dad had some left. But it was, I was just sitting there and I was just, I just couldn't speak to anyone. And the only thing I could talk about was how I could never go down from this experience. Like, careful. Be careful what you do. Like, <laughs> I could always go down. <laughs> but <you> know, <laughs> Whoa, no, they are um, no, I, I, I joke, but no, like seriously, I could never, 
I was just like, I'm at my peak food situation here. The only way is down unless I find something that tops this pizza. Um, so I'm waiting for the food truck to come back so I can go get some more. But yeah, like I love pizza. So that's that's been up there. As does, as does make your own pizzas that are no longer make your own, but they're cracking. Um, and I've got oh, some with beef chili on. They. Yeah, yeah, fully, fully concur with that. Like, if I was to choose between like Asda and I, I'm being sincere when I say this, like a Domino's pizza. No offense to Domino's, because I mean, you know, they are Tasty. nice. But there's something. There's is something about an Asda pizza. Like you can't. I just it sounds like yours maybe tops the Asda pizza, but Asda oh pizzas are bloody good. Yeah, and, and do you know what it is? I don't get upset. <laughs> not that I, i've only ever gotten upset for one pizza it's not like i've done it for the whole time um but as the pizza's definitely up there i'd rather go for that over i think anything else apart from this log fire pizza damn um my is an, another one as you know is um cheese che- yeah cheese triangles and crackers like the childish snack of when you're like four what are they with the ones with the with the, the red cow on them yeah like yeah i think they're called red cow are they Possibly Red not. cow. It doesn't sound I'm going to Google right. this while I'm talking, just because I really just want to know. So I've been having them um, because I'm trying to watch what I'm eating and stuff since we're locked in the house and can't do anything. And yeah, cheese triangles and crackers have definitely, they've been my go-to snack. And my mom and my dad like spread it out amongst like a couple of crackers. No, no. One triangle no, per cracker. one triangle Re- per yeah. cracker. Just so Agree. right. Agree. By the way, it's called the laughing cow. Laughing cow. Yes. Laughing I knew it cow. wasn't red, but it is a red cow. Um, and, and then two more, because I just, I love food, man. Number three on my list is chocolate spread. So, mm, yeah, I, I'm going to get Amy to explain this because I feel I don't want her to leave any part of this out. I, you need to be fully honest about this situation with the listeners please so it all started out when i was trying to watch my weight and what i did was instead of having like a chocolate bar or a whole bag of chocolate or anything you know really really unhealthy i just thought i'll just do a good thing and if i'm craving a bit of chocolate which i always am i'll just do like a scoop of chocolate spread and eat that and then i can like i can walk away from it and i'm good um, but then, then the teller ran out. So I was in the shops. I was walking around and I thought, ooh, crunchy. I'll give that a shot. And then I took the crunchy up to my room and I was sitting on FaceTime with my friend Chloe and I ate the crunchy. And then it just kind of left the crunchy chocolate spread next to my bed. Um, oh, yeah. Convenient. So much. Right there for me whenever I, I ever need a spoon of chocolate spread. It is now gone and I'm looking for more. I need some more. But yeah, so I downed a 400 gram crunchy spread in two days. That's beautiful. But I feel like there's something else that you keep by your bed too. Like there's another (laughs) addiction that you've developed. And I feel maybe some of us can relate to this. I don't know. I feel like I, I haven't really quite gone to leaving it by the bed stage, but I have definitely developed an addiction for this thing during lockdown. And it is diluted juice also known by adults, is cordial. Um, but I will always call it dilute juice. Um, and at the moment, it's Robinson's Fruit Creations with twice the fruit. Um, and it's zesty orange oh. and mango. And oh my gosh, it is, it's so tasty. Like if you ever, we call it adult juice in my house because it's, um, it, because it's got twice the fruit. 
So it's made. See, adult adult juice to me means something completely different. But yeah, maybe we just come from different experience. Yeah, no, no, that know, like... I wrote it down on something. Um, it was one of those Instagram <laughs> things where it was like, um, "What is your favorite drink?" And like, I listed a couple, and on there was adult juice. And Al, my brother, came into the kitchen and was like, "Amy, what is adult juice?" Yeah, how did that go down? Because I don't think people were maybe expecting such a I guess a a response such as adult juice. No, yeah. So mom and dad already know about it. Um and what that I call Great. it adult juice, whereas Alex didn't. So my dad kindly explained <laughs> that he I just meant to dilute your juice. And Alex was like, Oh, um I wasn't sure. And he was like, I was just gonna tell you whether you should have probably taken it off your insta. I was like, Yeah, probably. Oted for the future. Yeah. yeah, so that's been in my room um, for this whole time because I hate water. I, ha- I like a bore water. It is all. Oh. Yeah, I can't. And I know that they, you know, it's, it's recommended to have, uh, I believe, eight, is it eight cups of water a day or some, yes. something to that equivalent. Uh, but I cannot, I'm with you, I cannot do it without diluted juice or adult juice. I need adult some of that juice. adult juice. Yeah. Yeah, and it's... It's just been a dream because I just, I have a glass by my bed. I have my diluted juice by the bed and then I have the bathroom. So I just go to the bathroom, pour the diluted juice in and then pour the water in, which brings me around to which way do you make your diluted juice? Oh, I have to have the juice in first. So a good squirt of adult juice that goes into the, the bottom of that cup. <laughs> bottom, bottom of love that. we're all thinking it now that juice. you've said that now that you've said that yeah. everyone's going to be thinking that i'm sorry but they are yeah i am um, addicted to adult so... juice <laughs> <laughs> yep lovely she's also single guys um so yeah i like <laughs> like putting a good a good amount of that of the juice in the bottom first but then oh the idea God. that i have behind it is, <laughs> is like turning on the tap but quite forcefully. So not like a trickle, but if you get enough force from Just the tap mix or force it all it, in. wherever you're from. Yeah. It kind of like, it's yeah, I got you. Adds, I know you. Mixes it up. You got, yeah. you got me? Like that's, yeah, that's I'm for so me with the you. only way to have it. Well, yeah. my brother, I only found out a week ago. Um, I don't know how we grew up so differently, but he goes <laughs> water first and then juice in the top because he argues that the juice is more dense. So the syrup goes to the bottom, so it mixes in more. But then I would argue is the force of the water is is a stirrer in itself. Why dirty a utensil? Oh, I agree. Gosh, it's just it's the same scenario as you know. Do you put your your milk in before you you know like for tea? Like which order do you put? You know that kind of a scenario. Yeah. Like I just I don't know if I can really trust people that would you know would put the the adult juice in after. <laughs> I just don't know if I can trust people that like that, but I would absolutely love to know um, who does that. So if, if anybody has, you know, things or weird quirks that they do regarding adult juice, um, feel free to just to share. Yeah. Let's do a poll. We should do a poll. Ooh, let's do a poll. Yes. We'll, um, we'll add it to our Facebook groups. And, First poll uh, ever. Yeah. What do you do with your adult, adult juice? juice? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with your adult juice? And do you like an Uzi Kiev? <laughs> <laughs> what would you rather adult juice or an Ubi, Uzi Kiev <laughs> yeah there you go folks you've heard it here first that's going to be our latest poll get clicking 
So, and then my other ones, which are non-food related, one was would probably have to be exercise. Yeah. Like, I've been going a bit mad lately um, with the exercise. I don't feel like it's doing much. But, <laughs> like, today I've, I went for bike ride. And then I've just done my Chloe Ting workout, which hopefully is doing some, doing some stuff. But I don't know. I think it's, I'm addicted to it in the way of the feeling I get after it, like that euphoric, thank God it's over. That was awful, but yeah, now I feel endorphins great. endorphins and you've achieved stuff. I, I feel like I needed to do this more. Like I've been going on some walks during lockdown, but I'm, I wish I was one of those people that when they were, like feeling anxious that exercise like i'm the opposite when i'm feeling anxious i'm like i just want to just curl up in a little ball and not speak to anyone i wish i could be that guy like oh, i, really I do. am that, that guy like yeah, if, I when i was younger growing up as soon as i get if like we got into an argument with people at home or if i was getting stressed and i needed to turn my phone off or whatever like running shoes on at the door and that that really helped me when I, nice. when I was back being an angsty teenager. <laughs> yeah, but I, I do it now. Like, if I've got something in my mind, I've got to go on a run. My dad, when I was stressed for A-levels, at one point I was having a small breakdown, uh, sitting at the dining room table with, like, all of my chemistry stuff everywhere. And dad, like, put his hands on my hands over me whilst I was, like, having a, a mare. And he was just like, Amy, go on a run. So it gets <laughs> to the point where now my like my family can just be like you are not okay get out <laughs> oh I haven't met your family yet but I feel like I just love them already I feel like, like you've heard them enough yeah. <laughs> I mean yeah they've interrupted a few tea. podcast sessions <laughs> yeah for sure I look forward to meeting them no, though I am insanely lucky and I'll say it every time I have been blessed with family um love them man um but yeah. My next one would be a guitar. I bought a guitar um, at the start of lockdown because I just like, I love to sing. And I was just like, what could I possibly do in these however long we're going to be locked down for? And I was like, what have I always wanted to do? And you know, I'm so busy in life um, with uni and everything. So I thought I've always wanted to play guitar. So I learned to play guitar and I've been using um, Justin Guitar on youtube um and he's got his own website as well and that's insane that's so good if anyone ever wants to learn how to play guitar the rest of my money whilst we're on it i have been addicted to spending my paycheck that's something i've realized yes i've spent so much money but it's because i live in a house with my mom and dad and i don't have really like even fuel I've not been using fuel because I've not been leaving the house. Yeah, I've been justifying stuff like that too. Like, I'm not spending any money on fuel. So that's how I'll justify those extra spends that I probably normally, oh, well, I'm not driving anywhere at the moment. So I can definitely afford this beautiful blue Yeti mic that I'm using for the podcast. And, you know, like everything. Yes. Oh my God. I didn't even think about that when I was thinking about what I'd bought. I've got, I bought an Udi. I bought leggings because, you know, I have an I just all year oh, round I yes. have an addiction to leggings. Love leggings. Yeah. Like there's I'm it's so funny. I just don't wear jeans anymore. I'm either dressed up or in leggings. And if I wear jeans, everyone's like, sorry, what's the occasion? Yeah, I just I used to be a jeans girl, but I for some reason like I find I just find them a, a bit like restricting these days. So I yeah, I agree. I I love leggings. And on, on that note, the 
I, it's taken me ages to find leggings that I actually really like, that are comfortable for me. And there's actually a company called Love Leggings. Um, this is not a shameless plug, by the way. We're not affiliated by the, with these guys, whatever. But if, if you're also somebody that loves leggings, I recommend Love Leggings. Uh, see, I'm more fabletics. Um, but yeah, I think we should probably point that out. We don't have advertisements for any of the things we're mentioning today. It's literally just, yeah. we're just telling you what we love, uh, what we're addicted yeah. to these right are, now. These are our addictions for sure. But yeah, Fabletics, honestly, I probably have enough leggings to last me three weeks without washing them. Holy shit, girl. Yeah. And some of them are Adidas. I've got Nike in there as well, but ma- the mo- majority of them are Fabletics. And then now I've started to bike ride. I thought, why not get some bike shorts? So they're on their way. Because why wouldn't you? Yeah, because yeah, I'm just like, oh, it's a different activity. It requires different uh, leggings. When I started yoga at the start of lockdown, new leggings. Um, they yeah. emailed me, new leggings. <laughs> I'm so weak-willed <laughs> when it comes to leggings. So bad. Um, and then another one is just clothes in general. I bought some clothes from Boohoo. And I got some really sexy boots, like biker boots that are heeled. Ooh, yeah, nice. And I bought like like a good biker boot. Yes, and I bought t-shirt dress as well. So I'm ready to. I've totally changed my style, actually. Uh, Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's actually quite. Yeah, that's quite cool. I wonder if anybody else has kind of experimented more. Yeah, a lot of my friends. But do you think that that's really interesting? Like, do you think that could be because you're you're spending more time with yourself and you're you're not influenced by other things. So you're, you're kind of, you're really just sort of working on what you really like, you know, like you're not distracted by all this other stuff. You're kind of investing more time into, to expressing yourself. I honestly think it's me trying, not trying to make myself feel better about myself, but like I'm exercising more and I'm like watching what I eat. And I just want to come out of this, like feeling a bit more like I love myself than what I do now. Yeah. Cause it's not, it's not that much, but I think with the change of clothes and it's like not like a new world, new me situation, but I just want to go out after this is all over and really like yeah. enjoy myself and not worry about what I'm putting on. Cause I know I look great. That kind of thing where I just want to have more self-love going on. So I think by yeah, doing all this, fair. that's, that's my addiction. I think working towards a place where I can like happily go out and not be bothered and not I think like, that's self-conscious. Take me, like a lot longer for sure. I've given myself though like a year from now because I've I've sort of told myself that you know I you know I'm I'm not in good shape at the minute I used to be really skinny I you know when I sort of developed the onset of my anxiety and I was kind of like touching on this before rather than go out and sort of exercise not exercise it away but cope with it that way yeah I've really retreated within myself and because I'm not going to be going anywhere this year on holiday I've decided I'm going to leave it a year because that's just how I feel. I'd probably be safer that way. Um, I'm giving myself like 12 months from now to become like a better version of me. So come next year when I feel like hopefully things are back to normal, I will be in that position that you are where I feel like a better, a better love and a better appreciation for myself. Yeah. It's helping my mental health as well. I feel a lot more positive. I just, right now, I know you were talking about lockdown affecting people in different ways. It's really helped me. I'm very, I'm very fortunate that no one I really know has been affected by it. Um, I imagine I'd have a much different, very different opinion on the situation if that was the case, but because it's not, I have a lot more 
things that actually I've just had time to sit back. I'm still working. I'm, I still had uni, but it was time where I'd be out talking to people and be out making sure I made time for everyone else rather than myself. It's really yeah. helped with yeah. that because you know, I'm a, I'm a mess when it comes to making sure I yes. make sure everyone else knows I care for them. Then it gets a little yeah, over me like at the end of the day. Yeah, like you are such a caring person, but it, there is situations where you, you can, and I think we've all been guilty of this, me too, of like people pleasing. And I think like yes. what you were saying, like with lockdown, it's, you don't really have that many people that you can please too much yes. because you can't really see people. So the only person you can really please is yourself. And yes. I really think that that's so good because people, you know, can, like I was saying before, I created this list of things that I want from my life and you can invest more time into yourself completely and not normally I might feel a bit guilty about that, which you shouldn't by the way, but I did. Um, but this has been like a really kind of guilt-free time for me because I've been forced into a situation that, you know, none of us have control over, but it's really helped me like it has you in terms yeah. of reflecting and sort of figuring out what makes me feel good and what I need to do to feel better. Yes. And then the last one, I am very addicted to books at the moment. Insanely addicted oh, to books good. at the moment. I'm doing like a book a day. And a we'll, book a day? Like a, like a novel kind of thing? Like or a novel like a day. What? wow that's awesome though uh, it's it's great and it would be great if it if it wasn't 4 a.m in the morning and i was putting down a book um there was a long one a couple of weeks ago um i think i was my friend was up before i had gone to sleep so i was i think i was up till half seven finishing a book went wow. to sleep for an hour and then had a work meeting at hot, at nine o'clock so i woke up at a half yeah. eight to get myself sorted for that so i'm very guilty of because I've got an addictive personality, like we were talking about before, I need to finish that book. I need to know what happens. So there. It's kind of like, it's good to know that I'm not really the only person that's not sleeping. Because you know that I've been like really, I've actually been stressing it because I'm normally, I'm a pretty good routine sleeper. I like, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a morning person. So I like getting up in the morning and I haven't been, but because I've not been getting to sleep really late. Um, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know whether it's just, what's going on and preparing for the world going back into some form of normality and what that looks like but also all the self-development stuff I've been doing it's been I've been asking myself lots of questions and I've been so excited about doing this podcast that all these it seems that all my ideas all these really great ideas I have come at like fucking 1am I've got my notes app on my phone ready like ready to go and I'm just writing all this stuff down and that's probably probably why I'm not sleeping but at the same time it's what I'm most productive yeah I don't know whether you can remember but the idea for this podcast came at you at probably about half four in the morning in a text praying that your phone was on do not disturb it was thankfully I've got do not disturb enabled not that it really fucking matters now because I'll guaranteed to be awake but at that time yeah yeah I do recall I do recall yeah I was like hi Rob and I text Fiona as well (laughs) our friend and I was like guys um this has came to me in an anxiety fueled night of insomnia what do you think (laughs) (laughs) and and here we are love it was born yeah, it was called something different then. But then we slept on it and decided for a lot, of, a much better name on it. Yeah, so no, you're definitely not the only one. And I don't know whether it's down to a lot more energy, not like 
being expelled. You don't, you're not going out, you're not talking to people, you're not getting that time where you tie yourself out naturally without you realizing. So then your body is still so ready to go because you've, you've eaten the same amount. You've got like your natural's body, your natural's body, your natural's body's body. natural um, kind of energy to it. And I think because we're not draining that as much as we normally would with like going into work, seeing all these people leaving, yeah. going out for food, um, going, even going shopping, we're not really doing anything as much as we ever would. So I think it's just your body not being tired maybe and your mind going as well and they're both helping each other yeah for sure and then my last addiction is probably mortimer and white house oh wow i love watching mortimer and white house me my mom and my dad sometimes my brother just sit at the end of the night and because it's so funny i think there's only six episodes out or something mad like that and for lockdown i think we've watched it about five <laughs> nights of a week could probably oh, wow. tell you the script for some of them. Um, I haven't seen it. Have you not? It's just no, I haven't seen two it. comedians who are old friends. They both had like heart problems. Oh. Um, so they just stop. They just go fishing. So it's Mortimer and White House go fishing. And honestly, it's just hilarious. They're so funny I'm gonna together. Have to watch that. I like fishing. So I think, um, I, I think that would just be, I, I find fishing quite calming. So I can imagine that they've got some pretty sort of interesting dialogue between them we unwind to that that's what that's literally why we watch it um because mom's working full-time so she's working long hours during the week so once we finally all sit down it's kind of like that breath before where you all just sit and like chill it's nice to see everyone but that's definitely it i just love watching it it's just so easy and they're so funny so yeah give that a try yeah, I will. Thank you for the recommendation. And I loved hearing about all of your weird little quirky addictions. Yeah, it's mostly food. I'm not sorry about yes. that. So yeah, I guess that's me for that. So I hope you kind of enjoyed mine and Robin's opinions and our strange addictions that we seem to have picked up over the past <laughs> couple of weeks. And if you have any weird or wonderful addictions that you've picked up that you think we'd enjoy we would love to hear from you so if you you could tweet us you could message us on instagram or hopefully we could not hopefully or pop it in the discussion group on facebook we would love to hear from you on there as well um we'll pop the links in the bio below in the description for the episode yeah, so as Amy mentioned, we would love to hear from you. So like, subscribe, leave your review. Don't forget, we are running a competition for reviews. So we have now decided to partner with a local artist who has some sweet designs up for grabs. So we will see you once again next Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next Wednesday. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.